Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. Today our guest is Josh Doty, the Baxter Community Development Director. Josh, first of all, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Yeah, it's been a couple of years, I think, since we've seen you, but <laughs> good has. to have you back. Uh, you're busy looking at parks, aren't you, and possible parks in the city of Baxter. Yeah, today I'm excited to be here about... Uh, a couple of different exciting park projects that we're working on, so happy to talk about those today. Yeah, where do you want to start? Uh, let's start with Oscar Christofferson Park, because you're trying to redesign that a little bit, aren't you? Yeah, so, um, yeah, we're evaluating the park plan. You know, the last time we looked at the park plan was in 2015 as part of our comprehensive plan update. And um, I think the the park has had this need for a reevaluation of its plan be, for one primary reason, you know, the there's there's always been a long-term plan for adding the fourth ball field within that park. There's three ball fields that would eventually make with the fourth the a quad field setup. Oh yeah. And um, the the problem is is that the skating rink, the hockey rink, is in the location where the fourth field is. Mm. So, and we've heard recently from residents that are. We've heard from residents that are interested in the fourth field, and that's been in the city's long-term plan. But we've also heard from residents that are really, uh, really enjoy the skating. And so the primary purpose of the study was to see if um, we could possibly achieve both within the same park. And in space is a challenge um, because it's in terms of improvements one of our biggest part or it is our biggest park in Baxter and um, there's not a lot of space left uh, to fit uh, large improvements such as that so it's been kind of nice to evaluate that and we're we're partnering with Widseth and they've been outstanding mm -hmm. helping us out with uh, uh, a few concept plans that we can bring to the public and and get feedback. So in addition to the ballparks, maybe a quad, yep. keeping the hockey rink, are there some other additions, if you will, that are possible? Yeah, so there's that, that was one other thing that we've heard from residents in the last year, year and a half, is that, you know, while those improvements are great, they're also interested in what else what other types of new improvements could be added. And um, we hear from all different types of people that are interested in various types of recreation. So the concepts have... Um, the possibilities for things like uh, using the, the the hockey rink or hockey rinks as uh, with concrete, so that you could do a summer roller rink, um, or could you you could possibly use that for a multi court uh, facility. You know, sometimes they could even be used for things like basketball or pickleball. pickleball but we also yeah. show some separate um, uh, field surfaces with some of the concepts uh, for things like basketball, tennis. Um, maybe pickleball. There's, there's, um, you know, with moving the hockey rink. There's also um, some plans drafted for uh, a new warming house and a new mm -hmm. restroom, perhaps in the park. And trying to organize those facilities in in ways that are just more convenient for the public too, in terms of access and um, and I think the study uh, also did a good job so far with its concepts of trying to. Think about how the public gets in and out of the park. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Parking. Mm -hmm. Parking and then also <laughs> crossing, you know, when people are coming in during oh, sure. maybe your ball field so you're not kind of crossing traffic. Oh, and yeah. so a lot of that was thought through. And 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 it's 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 a neat project because of the, the challenges but also the opportunities. So. Yeah. 
So are there several different renderings, if you will, that have come up so far between yeah. uh, Woodseth and you guys? Yeah, we have three concepts that have been drafted. Um, and I think when you look through the concepts, their concept A would probably is the most expensive option, B being in the middle, and then C being the option with the least cost. But the good news is that at least with the drafted concepts, each of them um, provide both hockey and the fourth ball field, so okay. um, as well as recreational skating opportunities. So that's an exciting base for the city that those things are possible. And then building on some of the recreational things, too, is, is, is all really exciting for us. Do you track how much use that park gets already? Yeah, th- some, sure. We do. Not with everything, but and we certainly track um, all of our maintenance costs and all the costs that goes into operating it, but we did track some of the things with, uh, with specifically regarding skating and how much use, and, and, I, and I don't have any of that data with me, but That's we do. Okay, but I'm, do I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah, we do some of that. Yeah. yeah. As needed. Because so. I, I know survey after survey, when you talk to residents, one of the things they all ask for is green space and parks. <laughs> sure. Isn't that the truth? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they and they get used. Um, uh, it's just amazing how, how well the, our park system gets used. And that's just awesome. All right. Now, the other park that's being talked about is for dog lovers. Yeah. <laughs> dog owners, too. We, we can't forget about the dogs, right? <laughs> exactly. Dog park possibly coming, huh? Yeah. In fact, I... I, I, the city council has made it really clear they want to build a dog park this year. So okay. this study is exciting because um, we wanted to make sure we were um, looking at just uh, all the aspects of, of planning for a dog park. You know, what size should it be? Should you have one or two? Is that, are we, do we have good need for a dog park? And, um, you know, how do you, but the main thing is how do you cite that? Um, and what's the best way to go about doing that? So the exciting part about this study is um, Widseth completed a, a mapping analysis using GIS where they they ranked a number of different opportunity properties, and then they ranked them based on criteria. So they looked at all sorts of different things that are important when citing a dog park, such as, you know, what's its proximity to residential homes because Mm -hmm. people need to be near it, Mm -hmm. um, but they also don't want to be on top of it. Right. So there's both of those aspects, but also, you know, what are, what sites have uh, good trail access? Um, Things like, are there utilities nearby so that you can bring water to the park? how expensive would it be to lay out a park? You know, some are very nice and uh, cost-effective for putting in a parking area. Others aren't. So all of those things got put in and ranked um, by Widseth and, and then presented um, at least initially uh, to the city parks commission and to the city council and, and um, as just a, you know, an initial uh, presentation. And there were two sites that kind of ranked higher than the others. Um, and one was um, one is west of uh, Grand Oaks on Clearwater Road, and the other one is at the corner of Whita and Inglewood, up by the city water tower up there, if anyone's familiar with sure. that site. So yeah. um, no decisions have been made, and we want to hear from the public on both of these studies um, um, before any decisions get made, but we're we're excited about this preliminary work to kind of help. Um, I think the work that Woodseth has done is really going to help um, guide the city to 
hopefully making good decisions with regard to um, both OK Park and regarding this dog park. So. Okay, you mentioned public input. Are there two different meetings, or are you going to combine that into one? Well, there's several meetings uh, in terms of opportunity for people to get involved and get their comments out there. Um, I think the first one is on February 29th, which is an open house, and there'll be information on Oscar Christofferson Park and these concepts. It's a casual meeting where you can come in and just talk with staff, provide feedback feedback at the meeting, and um, you know. So there'll be plenty of um, different people there to help walk residents through you know what's being looked at. Um, and then we'll also have information at regarding the dog park at that meeting. Okay. Um, but then we also have a website that's for Oscar Christofferson Park. So. Um, I have a link, but you could also go to the city website or city Facebook page, and you can go uh, to the city website and click news, and you'll get right to the, where you can click on the link for the Oscar Christopherson Park uh, website. And on that, you can actually type in comments on these various concepts. So these are available. People can see the yep. – we have them in paper form right here, but these are available online so folks can kind of poke around and see what you're what you're looking at. Absolutely, awesome. and it's, it's great because, you know, people are busy and you may not be able to come on the 29th, right. but at okay. least then you can provide comments um, remotely as it's convenient for you to do that. And so we're excited about having that available. And then, you know, for the dog park, uh, the next uh, – Parks Commission meeting um, is in March where um, folks could come in. We're actually, with these two narrowed down sites, we're planning on sending notices um, regarding any site locations where the city's considering the dog park, as well as around Oscar Christofferson Park. So immediate neighbors are going to get a mailed letter um, okay. prior to any meetings where they can come. Um, so there's there's a parks commission there's parks commission meeting coming up, but also this neighborhood meeting. Those are two great opportunities. So for those of us who are not dog owners or have not been to a dog park, is are there certain stipulations or certain criteria that a dog park per se has to meet? Yeah, I think I'm. There are. I think you can take it in so many different directions. Mm -hmm. And just looking at you know what's out there, there's. Just more natural-based parks. There's very urban-style parks. There's mm -hmm. ones that are huge in terms of acreage and others that are very small. So I think the, the opportunities are really uh, un unlimited almost okay. in terms of how you, how you want to de design it. I think one thing that um, looking at kind of the national averages for population and how many dog parks are available, I think we're – about ready for another dog park. You know, mm -hmm. the city of Brainerd has one. Um, we don't have one yet. Um, and with us adding one, we'll be in line with the national averages to support mm -hmm. our needs moving forward for quite some time. So, so that's really exciting. We're looking at about two acres, plus okay. or minus. We don't want to get smaller than, you know, about an acre and a half. Mm -hmm. um, and then it's just, is it going to be a, a site with that's more trees, or is it going to be more open? If it's Dogs more open, are like, trees, need, please don't. Yes. Yeah, the, if it's more open, you might want to consider some shade structures sure. as well oh, as yeah. what yeah. what they're going to play on. And Is this an area that's fenced, or it depends on where we go? It depends on where you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think hmm. the type of fencing will depend on, you know, where it goes to and how yeah. close it is to neighbors, and because yeah. we want to be respectful of of 
who's around mm-hmm. as well. So right. a lot of considerations. Now, mm-hmm. at the beginning, you said the council was pretty determined to get the dog part done, uh, at least. Is there timelines for both of these, if you will? Yeah. So the dog park is is something we're looking at constructing this year. And then the Oscar Christofferson Park, you know, there's we don't know what's going to end up on the right. approved master plan, but we do know that we needed to get this planning process completed before we can, you know, invest in the park in the future because some of those big questions in terms of where those larger facilities are going to go really, you know, sets the stage for the rest. Yeah. You know, and so it is, I I think people get really excited when you do a planning process like that. I I, I hope they... um, I hope I can be clear that, you know, just because we're doing a master plan doesn't mean we're going to complete all the improvements in the master plan right away. You know, there's not going to be money to do that. Um, It's going to be something that gets finished over time. Um, So there's no specific timelines for any of the improvements on the Oscar Christofferson Park. Um, But without the plan, you can't get going on any of it. So this is Mm -hmm. good step one. So, yeah. Well, these uh, the concepts that you have here are pretty neat to look at and to kind of dream, you know, start dreaming of what it's going to look like. So absolutely. uh, Again, go to the city's website if you want to see these options that are that are out there right now. Yeah. In that Parks Commission, I don't think I mentioned the date. It's the 18th of March. Of March. Okay. At 4 o'clock p.m. at City Hall. And the, the meeting on the the. The, the open house is on um, Thursday the 29th from mm-hmm. 6 to 8 p.m. at City Hall. At too. City Hall. Yes. Okay. Cool. Right. That was my next question. Yeah. Well, like Tess said, some great renderings here. Fun to look at. Mm-hmm. You can find them on the Baxter City website and uh, make comments right there if you'd like. If you can't make it to the meetings, but by all means, make it there because uh, some exciting possibilities here for sure. Yeah. And if, if neither of those options work, give a, just give us a call at City Hall and we're happy to talk with anyone about it. So. Okay. Um, uh, Every time Brad is here, uh, Tess is always pestering him to know about new developments. Can you share anything, Josh? What's coming? What's coming? (laughs) You know, the last time I was on, I think someone teased me and they said, well, you you make me laugh because you always say there's so much happening and then you you can't, because of confidentiality reasons, then you can't say anything. So we tease everyone. (laughs) So I can do that again if you'd like. (laughs) Come on, Josh. You want to be invited back? No. (laughs) No, I mean... I can say in all seriousness, there's, there's, um, this is a really um, active winter. I've been at Baxter for 10 years, and this ranks up there as high as any. Really? Yeah. That's good to know. So there is a lot being talked about. To put it into numbers, I'd probably say between 20 to 25 developments are, are, I was kind of looking at what, what's on the, uh, in the queue, so to speak. Sure. and I would say out of all of those, um, all legitimate substantial develop, type of developments, there's probably 11 of them that are extremely active right now where mm. there's developers planning. It doesn't necessarily mean all of them will be in the ground this year. Some of them are on a two-year cycle. Some of their, them are on a one-year cycle. So um, it's, it's, um, there, there's a lot of work being done behind the scenes for a pretty exciting future continued for Baxter's growth. So are you able to spill the beans on uh, some of these new places coming in? Well, I can share about four new businesses that are going in um, on more of a short-term trajectory. Okay, all right. um, Happy to share that uh, Nautical Bulls is coming to Baxter. They are um, proposed in the Grizzlies 
uh, restaurant center. I've you know sure. for those um, that are familiar with that. Yeah. Um, and we also have a business called Sugar Goddess, which is a hair removal place, also in the Grizzly Center. Mm. Um, both of those are in for permits. Okay. And then another permit that's in is uh, Native Nutrition, which is going in next to Jersey Mike's in oh. that in that strip mall there to finish out that. So that'll be great to have that building full. Sure. Um, and then um, also. Are learning that Coco Moon is planning a second location. Oh so my gosh! Happy day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they're planning a a, a Wi-Fi coffee bar, um, and they're potentially looking at opening in April. Okay. So that's exciting, and that and that where is, will that be? Yeah. Yeah, that's in the Westport Mall, which oh. for those who are familiar with not familiar, that's where in the mall behind where Pizza Hut is. Yes. So, yeah. So that's really exciting Neat. as well. Oh, good deal. Oh, people are going to be happy about those. All of them. I mean, yeah. that's awesome. Very excited to to have those coming to Baxter. No doubt. Well, Josh, again, uh, we want to say thank you for sharing all this great information and hope to see a lot of people poking around the website to check out these uh, park renderings Mm -hmm. and uh, weigh in on those. In the meantime, uh, again, thank you for being here. Thank you very much. Josh Doty is the Baxter Community Development Director. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be found anytime they're on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. Or you can listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.